So we shall let the reader answer this question for himself. Who is the happier man? He who has braved the storm of life and lived, or he who has stayed securely on shore and merely existed? Hunter S. Thompson You're listening to Leaning Toward Wisdom, the podcast. LeaningTowardWisdom.com is the website. I'll get my mouth working appropriately here in a minute. (laughs) I'm a big Hunter S. Thompson fan. I started reading him when I was just a kid in Rolling Stone. dude was clever 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 no i did not subscribe to his way of life but i really enjoyed the way the guy wrote some may never live but the crazy never die (laughs) and one of the truer things that hunter probably wrote is it never got weird enough for me I can tell you things get plenty weird enough for me. But I'm rather fond of that quote that I read at the beginning. Because I think it's mostly accurate. We brave the storms of life and we live our life. And we overcome what we can and what we can't overcome. We hope to endure. Well, welcome inside the Yellow Studio here in Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. I'm glad that you're here. It's going to be, well, I don't know. I started to say it's going to be a little different of, of an episode this go-round, but I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that's true. We'll see how it goes. I was going to answer some questions, and uh, I came dangerously close to it and thought, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to wait. I'm, I'm going to wait until we get to the Yellow Studio version 3.0. And then I will do, what are they calling them these days? The AMAs, Ask Me Anything. Man, don't you love all the, all the shorthand stuff? I don't, I don't know. AMAs, the Ask Me Anything. You can ask me anything. Doesn't mean I'm going to answer anything, but we'll see. If you would like to submit any question, then uh, feel free. You can do that through social media. You can go over to the website, and you can uh, see if you can figure out the email address. It's not hard. It's really, really easy. I'd give it to you, but I'd take all the fun out of it. So if you really want to ask me a question, then you're going to have to go to the website, leaningtowardwisdom.com. You can find it. I'll tell you the easy way to get there. 
to find the email address, support the podcast. Just go to support the podcast. And I promise, I promise you will find a valid email address for me. And you can ask me your question. The only request that I have is tell me a little bit about who you are. Tell me a little bit about where you're, where you're at, where do you live and anything else you'd care to tell me? Cause I'm interested. I'm genuinely interested. It's not a game. I, I really would kind of like to know who you are and what's going on with you and where are you? So do that. And at some future date, Lord willing, I will record one of those kinds of shows, but this show is not going to be one of them. I use that Hunter S. Thompson quote not to focus so much on he who has braved the storm of life and lived, but that that supposed security on the shore that just staying put. Not gonna not gonna try anything because that way I can't get hurt. That way nothing bad can happen to me. I'll just stay put. I'll just I'll be right here. You know, in COVID hit there were and of course the whole world shut down and we all did our due diligence we had no idea what we were up against so you know we stay inside and we i mean the world stopped in retrospect should it have i don't know other people can debate that but like everybody else we did that for however long seems like a week or two and didn't really get out, didn't go anywhere. And man alive, when you're when you're living in a city like Dallas Fort Worth, I mean the traffic or the lack thereof, it, it was pretty stinking terrific. But then you start coming out of quote unquote pandemic, and there were people who were they were determined to stay securely on the shore and merely exist. And there still are some folks that way completely paranoid, fearful out of their mind uh, that something terrible is going to happen. You know, and I take a look at this and, and I think, I, I, I don't know. I mean, is getting, is getting COVID-19 or the variant, Ron and I both had the variant. I mean, I, I look at, I look at some of these situations and I think I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I think I'd rather live life and run the risk of getting sick as opposed to just staying securely on the shore or just, you know, holing up like a hibernating bear in a cave and never leaving. Are you as fascinated as I am by the number of suicides? Uh, is it me? is my awareness heightened for some particular reason it's like nearly any time i open a web browser to any kind of a news aggregator it's i'm I'm finding it just phenomenal i mean the number the number of deaths is always kind of kind of overwhelming but the number of deaths by people's own hand is is and and i don't know what's going on there i mean i realize that an awful lot of it has some uh, some mental illness issues 
but and and of course depending on in entertainment music and that sort of thing invariably there's likely to be drugs and or alcohol involved but you just got to believe there's something there's something more to it and then there's all there's the influencers that's those are the ones that really have kind of gotten my attention over the course of the last year or so the number of instagram influencers whose names i i don't know i'm i'm not I'm not sitting here cataloging all of the uh social media influencers but relatively young people with a big follower group and you're like okay i mean something clearly is uh something's not going to suit them clearly i don't know i'm i'm fascinated i'm fascinated by all these topics that i guess could go under the heading of mental health but for our purposes in that hunter s thompson quote primarily come under the banner of living your life or staying securely on shore. And I've just now mentioned a third option, which is no option at all. Not an option that you should take. If you, if you are struggling, please, 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 uh, reach out and find somebody. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to find a number. There's got to be a national number. Doesn't there? Got to be, you would think. Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. Helpline, a free, confidential, 24-7, 365-day-a-year treatment referral and information. So the number is 1-800-662-HELP. 1-800-662-HELP. That would be 1-800-662-4357. If you are struggling with substance or with mental health, call that number. I'm sure someone will be glad to help you and direct you so that you can get the assistance that you need. I hope it's assistance that you will desire because, come on, I mean, living life is... uh, Living life is pretty grand. I was and is, I still am fascinated with how some people can just take a victim mindset. And then you can look at other people who have had just, I mean, just been dealt such a bad hand in life. But you'd never know it because it's just not how they see it. They just don't dwell on well, this happened to me and that happened to me. And when I was this age, then this other thing got taken away from me or I lost a parent or I lost my family or no, I'm not, I'm not smart enough. I don't have the brain cells to uh, figure out what the difference is. That person who, okay. I mean, they had some bad things happen, but doesn't seem like anything doesn't seem like anything just completely crazy and insane and yet it just completely wrecked their life and then this other poor person it's like man alive they have they have been living in a severe storm for a long 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 time 
then emerged with a bright, sunny outlook and trying to grab life by the tail. And I don't know the difference. Well, I mean, I know it, you can see the difference, but I, I don't know what gives one person just, you know, whatever it is that clicks in their head that gives them the resolve and the determination and the viewpoint to say, I'm not going to be defined. I'm just not going to be defined by this stuff. Pretty fascinating. Pretty fascinating. There is a passage that was written by Hunter S. Thompson, um, in the proud highway saga of a desperate Southern gentleman. 1955 to 1967 where he wrote of growing up and here's what Hunter wrote. We are all alone, born alone, die alone. And in spite of true romance magazines, we shall all someday look back on our lives and see that in spite of our company, we were alone the whole way. I do not say lonely, at least not all the time, but essentially and finally alone. This is what makes your self-respect so important. And I don't see how you can respect yourself if you must look in the hearts and minds of others for your happiness. I think I understand because I read so much of Hunter. I think I understand his intent likely, and I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with it. I mean, you stand you, you are your own person. doesn't matter how many people are around you. You do have the capacity and the option and the choice to decide for yourself, how you're going to live and how you're going to behave and what you're going to do and where you're going to go and who your friends are going to be and what work you'll pursue. Oh, I know. I know the whole universe can impose their will on you, but only if you let them. And I think Hunter's right. And it may transcend just mere self-respect of just allowing the viewpoint, the opinion, the treatment of other people to have that big of an impact on your life. I was reading about some young lady. Well, she's, yeah, she's still a young lady. She's in her twenties. I think I don't remember who she is. It seems to me that she was an actress. She's some, she's involved in entertainment in some capacity and she's kind of beginning to break through. I can't remember her name and it wouldn't matter anyway. Cause I didn't know who she was. Her name sadly didn't mean anything to me. I don't mean that as a human, but just, you know, as a celebrity, I'm like, okay, well, I've never heard of her. But she was talking about how she'd gone through some bad things and she had struggled with some various issues in life. And she, she ascribed it to the fact that her father had died when she was young. And she speculated that had he not died when she was just a little girl, those things likely wouldn't have happened to her. Now, we'll never know because he did die. And she did get involved in some things that she now evidently wishes that she hadn't or thinks that she could have avoided had he remained alive. None of us will ever know because all we know is the outcome that, that we got. But I was reading that and, and I wasn't, I wasn't judging her, 
I wasn't judging her specifically, but I was thinking in a broader context, wondering, wondering why we, some of us just, it's just, that's just kind of our immediate go-to. If we make a bad choice and I, and that's important, I think for the conversation, we make a bad choice. We do something, we choose to do something. And that something turns out to not be quite so great. Maybe it turns out to be bad. And now we ascribe our having chosen to do that on somebody else or on something else or a circumstance. And yet I, I, I keep looking at my life and I, I can't get past the fact, but I chose to do that. I didn't have to choose to do, I didn't have to choose to do that. I mean, nobody tortured me to do that. Nobody compelled me to do that. Nobody manipulated me to do that. Nobody forced me to do that. I had the power to say, no, I don't want to do that. I'm going to do something different. I, maybe I've lost my mind, but it speaks to, it speaks to this whole thing, braving the storms of life and more specifically, just living and hopefully living a good life moving forward, learning, growing, being productive, providing value, being a good influence, having a positive impact on the world, or I'm just going to sit right here. I'm just going to stay right here on the shore and I'm merely going to just exist and breathe air. I don't know about you, but I just, I mean, boy, the latter does not seem appealing at all. Does it? And I'm the guy who will jokingly say, you know, listen, I'm just looking for a rock to crawl under. (laughs) Admittedly, I say that during times when I'm just in a funk and I just would rather be left alone. It happens when you're an introvert. Doesn't mean I want to find a rock and stay there. I just would like to go there occasionally. A nice, cool cave. That would be nice. Not all the time though. Here's the thing about being a hermit or hibernating in spite of the fact that people that are wired like me kind of are compelled to want to do that. Occasionally it's not the way we want to live our entire life because we're also compelled, or at least I'm compelled. I want to make a difference. I want to have an impact. Well, you can't have an impact if you're, hold up in your house and you refuse to leave and you're not going to live a life. I mean, what value are you providing for the world? None. If the scripture's true and I believe it is. And if we as Christians, particularly if we are to be a light to the world, if we are to be some kind of a positive saving influence on the world, how can that happen? If you're not put to use, And the scriptures liken it to salt. And if the salt has lost its saltiness or it's the power of being salt, then what good is it? Well, the scripture says it's not good for anything. It's just good to be thrown out there in the path where everybody walks. Is that what you want? I mean, is that really what you want for your life? You just want to stand there on the shore and exist not get out on the ocean for fear that, ah, you know, it could get stormy. It could get rough. It could rock the boat. And then I'm going to be scared. 
I don't know. I just, I don't understand it. And coming out of the pandemic, you've just, we've clearly seen it. We've, we've seen it more than at any other time in my lifetime. I mean, we've seen these people that are just absolutely terrified. I'm not mocking that. I'm, I'm not, but I'm just saying in, in the grand scheme of things that you can be afraid of, that's the pinnacle. Really? It, you think that's the, do you think that COVID-19 or any variant of COVID is that, is that the thing to be most fearful of? There's the question for me. Well, I can tell you, I'm way more afraid of God and I'm way more afraid of Satan and I'm way more afraid of eternity and I'm way more afraid of judgment than I am COVID-19 or any variation of it. I'm way more afraid of being useless. I'm way more afraid of not being a positive influence. I'm way more afraid of being a negative influence. I'm way more afraid of being an example to other people of how not to be or not to do something than I, than I am of COVID-19 or any variation of it. But that's just me. And that doesn't begin to touch the hem of the garment of the things that I'm more fearful of than COVID-19. I'll go you one better. I'm more fearful of all of the above things and some others than I am of dying whether it's by COVID-19 or anything else. I mean, you know, to live a life that is completely, utterly worthless, go you one better. To live a life that's worthless, coupled with a life that ends up being negative because you're now a bad influence, you're now an evil influence, you're now an immoral influence, you're now uh, an unrighteous influence, you're now an influence of, well, that's, that's absolutely how not to do it. I don't know. I mean, does it get any worse than that? May not. And if it does, I don't want to find out how leaning toward wisdom, the podcast, our goal here certainly isn't to be a negative influence. Our goal is not to push people off ledges in spite of the fact that some of us have our toes hanging over the ledge every now and again. The goal and objective is let's help talk one another off the ledge. That's merely my metaphor for we're going through a really tough time and we could use a helping hand. And the world is filled with people that will happily just give you the shove and yeah, go ahead. Forget the ledge. But I'm here to tell you that the world is also full of a few of us that don't want, we don't want any of us with our toes dangling off the edge. We, we want, let's get back in. Let's, let's, we don't have to get on the shore and just stay on the shore. We can live our life, but we've got to get ourselves out of trouble. We've got to get ourselves in a, in a, in a better place. We've got to get ourselves in a, in a place of greater mental stability and mental clarity so that we can help ourselves and that's not just a selfish endeavor. It's also so that we can be of benefit to somebody else. Cause at the end of the day, there's the rub. We want to benefit each other. We want to know that our lives count, that our lives matter for something. And they do. They absolutely do. They matter so that we can help one another. They matter so that we can live in a way that glorifies God, our creator. 
we make a positive difference. And if we don't, then we are contributing to everything that's bad. The good thing is we get to choose. We get to choose which one, which path we're going to take. I'm just, I'm still rather fascinated with people that choose to take a bad path, but they also are very quickly to choose to blame somebody else for the fact that they made that choice. I don't get it. I don't get it, but that's just me life. It's about life and how we're going to live our life. Well, it's about whether or not we're going to live our life. And unlike Hunter who said it never got weird enough for him. And he took his own life, by the way, you don't want to follow in those footsteps. You just don't want to follow in those footsteps. You want to forge your path and you want that path to be a positive influence on everybody that you care about and that you love everybody that loves you. And even the people that might be watching that you have no awareness of at all, because they're there. There's plenty of them there. Hunter also wrote, no man is so foolish, but he may sometimes give another good counsel and no man so wise that he may not easily err if he takes no other counsel than his own. He that is taught only by himself has a fool for a master. I certainly didn't agree with Hunter's politics. Not that I've got politics, but if I did, eh, I wouldn't quite agree. Would have agreed with Hunter, but man, I did enjoy his, his wordsmithing and I miss it. The whole world's deprived of it because for reasons that perhaps only he knows or knew. He chose to exit stage left. I wish he wouldn't have. He had extraordinary talent. And so do you. So do I. Doesn't mean we're going to change the world. But you know my story. And if you don't, then I'll tell you the story of the little boy saving gold, goldfish, saving starfish on the shore. Hundreds of starfish washed ashore. One by one, he's picking them up. He's throwing them back in the ocean. An old man approaches him and says, son, what are you doing? He said, I'm saving these starfish, sir. He's like, son. There are thousands of these on the shore there. You can't possibly make a difference. He picks one up, he throws it into the ocean and he says, well, it made a difference to that one. And that is my story and I'm sticking with it. It is also the genesis and continues to be the impetus behind the podcast that you have just listened to. 
leaning toward wisdom. The website is leaningtowardwisdom.com. I hope you're well. And if you're not, I hope you get better. My name is Randy Cantrell. I'm your host here. Greetings and welcome inside the Yellow Studio. <laughs>